Hi, everybody. Hi, everybody. We're finishing up. Mrs. Stoker is a joker. Okay, Ella, come set. Wait, where, how are you going to set? Uh, couch. Couch. Mm. Okay. Ooh. Do you want to read? Sure. Okay, awesome. Let's go. But seriously. Chapter 6, but seriously. All right, yo. We were... We were in the Vodomatorium eating lunch. I had a sandwich. Michael had a sandwich. Alex, Alexia had a sandwich. Everybody had a sam- sandwich except for Ryan. You think it could be a little louder? Except for Ryan. He had a, a sandwich that sandwich with meat on the outside. Ryan is weird. So did Miss Stoker give you... Detention? Detention, asked Neil. No, Andrea replied. Uh, Is she going to tell your parents you were talking during deer time? Asked Emily. No, I said. She just made us listen to a hundred million bad jokes. I looked up at Mrs. Stoker was talking to some fifth graders on the other end of the auditorium. Oh, no, said Andrea. Here she comes. She's going to tell more jokes. The stroker was walking toward... She was walking towards our table. Hide your face. I said, maybe she won't notice us. You have to read a little louder because it's very low. We all looked... You don't have to yell. (laughs) We all looked at the ground. If you don't want a grown-up to talk to you, you look at the ground. That's the first rule of being a kid. It's too late, late, whispered Andrea. She sees us. Miss Stoker stopped in front of our table. Hi, boys and girls, she said cheerfully. Hey, did you ever notice that lunch ladies wear those funny hairnets? What's up with that? Hello, Miss Stoker, we all said. You know, she told us the clock in the lunchroom is slow. Yeah, it's always slow. Going going back for a second. Get it? Going back for a second. For seconds. For seconds. Actually, I'm kind of mad at that clock. It really gets me kicked off. Ticked off. Ticked off. (laughs) I tie, I try my best to laugh at her jokes, but it wasn't easy. But seriously, said Mr. Stoker. I opened my refrigerator door and the, the, the other day, and a carrot was blushing. Good. Don't ask. Don't ask why the carrot was blushing. I whispered under my breath. Why? Why was a carrot blushing, I asked Emily. It saw the salad dressing, said Miss Stoker. What's so funny? What's so funny? Silly, that's why it's funny. Get it? Speaking of salad, did you hear about the lettuce who won the race? Yeah, its head was was the whole time. There was no stopping her. Just keep. She just kept telling jokes. After joke, my cookie had 
to go to the hospital, Miss Stoker told us. Yeah, it felt crummy. At my baby, Strawberries, or was always crying. Their parents were in a jam. And my teddy bear never likes to eat dessert. He says he's stuffed. Hey, what What did one plate say to the other plate? Dear, dinner is on me, get it? Wow, Miss Stoker sure knows a lot of food jokes. I looked at Michael, Michael. Looked at Ryan, Ryan. Looked at Neil, Neil. Looked at Alexia, Alexia. Looked at me. We were all looking at each other. Oh, I think it is time for us to go to recess, Alexia said. Yeah, we all agreed. Pick up our tray. Picking up our, our trays. It is recess. Recess already asked, Miss Stoker. Yeah. Yeah, why do they hey. why do they call it recess? Is that when you sess again? Is that what's a sess? I say what's is a sess? I say the best the best can- the best candy to eat after lunch is r- rest is recess, recess pieces. pieces. Get it? We were going to clear off our plates. Ew. And ran out and there, run out of there, there before, before, she it could. T- before she could tell any more jokes. But that's when the weirdest thing in the history of the world happened. Miss Jaffe came into the auditorium. She walked right up and stuck her face in a few inches from Miss Stoker's face. She, she looked mad. We need to, to talk. You got it. We need to talk. You're doing great. No, no, you're doing great. I just we needed to there. talk. We need to talk. talk. Said. I want you to read it. Yeah? Okay, you're, you did so wonderful. We need to talk, said Mrs. Jaffe. Is there a problem, asked Mrs. Stoker. Yeah, Mrs. Jaffe replied. When Mr. Klutz retired, I should have been named the new principal. You are totally unqualified. I have more experience than you. I am smarter than you. And one more thing, I am funnier than you. Oh, everybody owed. Oh, snap, said Ryan. A hush fell over the vomitorium. How dare you, said Mrs. Stoker. You take that back. No, said Mrs. Jaffe. This school ain't big for the two. Oh, no, no, no. This school ain't big enough for the two of us. If your teacher says ain't, ain't is is not a word. Tell her to look it up in the dictionary and then say it's no, don't do that because that's not so respectful. Okay, Mrs. Jaffe and Mrs. Stoker were almost nose to nose. Are you challenging me, asked Mrs. Stoker, to a joke off? That's right, said Mrs. St- Jaffe. Meet me on the playground after school. Oh, everybody owed. I'll be there, said Mrs. Stoker. I'd never heard of a joke off. I didn't know what it was, but the news about the big joke off between Mrs. Stoker and Mrs. Jaffe spread around the school like wildfire. Well, not exactly. That would have been dangerous. But when the dismissal bell rang, just about everybody who wasn't taking the bus home went to the playground. We were all buzzing, which was weird because we're not bees. Five minutes later, Mrs. Stoker came out of the school and walked to the middle of the blacktop. Then Mrs. Jaffe came out. She was holding a book called One Thousand and One Insults for All Occasions. They both looked really serious. 
Mrs. Stoker is going to crush Mrs. Jaffe, I heard some fourth graders say. She's a professional comedian. You can do it, Mrs. Jaffe, shouted some other kid. We formed a big circle around Mrs. Jaffe and Mrs. Stoker. Everybody stopped talking. I am the rightful principal of elementary school, said Mrs. Jaffe. In your dreams, said Mrs. Stoker. I was hired fair and square. I got the job. Why don't you go count the spoons in the lunchroom? Ooh, everybody ooed. There, there's only one way to settle this, said Mrs. Jaffe. A joke off. You and me. No jokes barred. The first one to laugh is the loser. The other one gets to be the principal. Agreed? Agreed, said Mrs. Stoker. I guess joke-offs are one of those things that grown-ups do when kids aren't around because Mrs. Jaffe and Mrs. Stoker seemed exactly to know what to do. They shook hands and they stood back to back. They walked five paces away from each other and turned around. You should have been there. There was electricity in the air. Well, not really. We already discussed that in Chapter 3. Mrs. Jaffe went first. She opened her book. Oh, this is not so nice. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All right. Ayesh, this is all mean. This is all so not so nice. Ayesh, 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 Ayesh. Hold on. Beep, 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 Ayesh, it's all mean. Why? What's so mean about it? Okay, Mrs. Jaffe said, You're not funny enough. You're more disappointing than an unsalted pretzel. Your teeth are so bad, you can eat apples through a fence. What? I don't get that. Someday you'll go far, and I hope you stay there. <laughs> the last time I saw, I saw something like you, I... Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, for, a sec, for a second, it looked like Mrs. Stoker was about to laugh, but then she just sneered at Mrs. Jaffe. Is that the best you've got, she said. It's pathetic. You remind me of Slinky. Why do I remind you of Slinky, asked Mrs. Jaffe. You serve no purpose, said Mrs. Stoker. Oh, Mrs. Stoker, that's not nice. And everybody smiles when you get pushed down the stairs. That's terrible. For a second, Mrs. Jaffe didn't react, maybe because she didn't know what a slinky was, but then the corners of her mouth turned up a little. There was a twinkle in her eye. She looked like it was, she was trying not to laugh. And then she cracked up. Ha ha, said Mrs. Jaffe, slinky. That's a good one. Mrs. Stoker is the winner, someone shouted as the rest of us clapped. She gets to be principal. Ha ha, Mrs. Jaffe doubled over laughing. You win the joke off, you're funnier than me. I'll admit it. Maybe you should quit education, Mrs. Stoker said as she walked back towards the school. You should become an archaeologist. What does that mean? Someone who um, digs up bones. Why should I become an archaeologist, asked Mrs. Jaffe, because your career is in runes, Mrs. Stoker shouted. Okay, it's like a higher level. Um, as she walked inside, ooh, everyone ooh. Oh, snap, said Ryan. Chapter 8. This is not a drill. I don't know what happened to Mrs. Jaffe after that. She wasn't in school the next morning. I don't know if she's ever coming back. Other than that, it was a perfectly normal day at elementary school. And by that, I mean it was the weirdest thing 
just remember, they hear everything you're doing in the history of the world happen. We were in Mr. Cooper's class. Well, that's not the weird part. We're in Mr. Cooper's class every day. We pledged the allegiance and did the word of the day. Okay, everybody, said Mr. Cooper. Turn to page 23 in your math books. Ugh, not again. Why do we have to do math, learn math if we have calculators? Because you need to know what to type in the calculator. Oh, it's true. But it's just, it's good for your brain. And for other reasons, too. Let's say that you don't have a calculator on you. Left it at home. Exactly. That's when the weird stuff started happening. An announcement came over the loudspeaker. It was Mrs. Stoker. Good morning, students and teachers, he, she said. Hey, did you hear that they're going to start putting babies in the army? Yeah, they'll be in the infantry. Get it? Infantry? Babies? I didn't get it. But seriously, continued Mrs. Stoker, our security guard, Officer Spence, has an announcement to make. That's weird. Officer Spence hardly ever makes announcements. Starting right now, said Officer Spence, we are in a lockdown situation. You all know what to do. A lockdown drill? You know what that means? No math. Yay. Mr. Cooper slammed his math book closed. He looks really mad. Every time he tries to teach page 23 in our math books, there's some kind of interruption. We had a lockdown drill last week, Mr. Cooper said. Why do we have to have another one so soon? Do they have a lockdown drill in your school? That's when they, that's when you have to lock the whole school down. So it has to be the perfect name. At our school, we have a lockdown drill every few months. <clears throat> Mr. Klotz always said we had to be prepared for any kind of emergency situation. That's true. My teachers get trained every single year, even if they know what to do. Mm-hmm. We knew what to do. Everybody got out of their seats and moved to the wall in the corner of the classroom, away from the doors and the windows. I bet some aliens from another planet have landed, whispered Neil. It could be zombies, whispered Michael. It's probably alien zombies, I whispered. I'm scared, whispered Emily, who's scared of everything. You don't have to be scared, don't said be scared. Mr. Cooper. You're Quiet, good. everyone. Once, um, when we had a security drill, we, we can't talk or else it gets everybody in. It gets everybody in. Um, Trouble? Risk. Oh. Very. Quiet, everyone. Speaking of drills, said Mrs. Stoker over the loudspeaker the other day i drilled some holes into two pieces of metals and bolted them together at first it was boring but then it was riveting get it drills boring riveting i didn't get it mrs stoker couldn't shouldn't be making jokes during a lockdown drill whispered andrea it's not appropriate for once in her life little miss perfect was right lockdown drills are serious stuff we're supposed to stay completely quiet and wait until somebody announces all clear did you hear about the guy who got caught tr- who got caught drilling a hole in a fence? Mrs. Stoker continued over the loudspeaker. The police are looking into it. Hey, do you know why hens are so good at fire drills? They know where to exit. Get it? Exit. Egg. Sit. Knock it off! Officer Spence suddenly shouted. No more jokes. I need all the students and teachers to go to the all-purpose room immediately. This is not a drill. What's going on, Officer Spence, asked Mrs. Stoker. We have an intruder, he shouted at her. Oh, gosh. What's an intruder? Someone who's not supposed to be in the school is in the school. The big surprise ending. What? An intruder? 
This was serious. We all rushed to the line up in a single file. Andrea was line leader. Ryan was the door holder. Mr. Cooper looked worried as we hurried down the hall and walked a million hundred miles to the all-purpose room. Nobody was talking or making jokes. All the classes from kindergarten to fifth grade filed into the room. What's going on? I heard Mr. Cooper asked Officer Spence. That is so scary. I was watching the security cameras, replied Officer Spence, and I spotted a suspicious-looking person wearing a mask lurking around the playground. While we took our seats, Officer Spence went over and locked the doors of the all-purpose room. He locked the windows, locked the shades, closed the shades, finally turned off the lights. That's really scary. Yeah, but we'll find out the end. It's not going to be a scary anything. It was completely dark in the all-purpose room. I couldn't see my own hand in front of my face. Okay, everyone, stay low and stay quiet, said Officer Spence. Stay away from the windows and the doors. Teachers, please silence your cell phones. I'm scared, whimpered Emily. For yeah, once you in- should be scared. <laughs> For once in her life, Emily had a good reason to be scared. We were all scared. Everybody is going to be all right, said Officer Spence. Stay calm. I will protect you. We all got quiet. Mrs. Stoker looked like she might be tempted to crack a joke, but she stopped herself. After a million hundred minutes, I heard some footsteps in the hallway outside the all-purpose room. Who's that? Somebody whispered. Shh. The footsteps were getting closer and closer and closer and closer and closer and closer. Okay, we get it. And closer and closer. Hello? And I, closer. Guys, I'm telling you, do not freak out. Do not shut this. It's going to be Mr. Klotz. Oh, you think so? I, I'm positive. And closer. Knock it off already. And closer and closer and closer. And then there was a knock at the door. Don't answer it, somebody whispered. And there was another knock at the door. A louder knock. They're going to break down the door, somebody whispered. Speaking of doors, said Mrs. Stoker, the other day a policeman knocked on my door and told me my dogs were chasing people on bikes. That's crazy. My dogs don't know how to ride bikes. Shh, shush, Officer Spence. Mrs. Mrs. Stoker should really stop cracking jokes, whispered Andrea. This is a serious situation. Let me in, someone shouted from the other side of the door. Then there was a banging on the door. Open up, the person shouted from the other side of the door. Mrs. Stoker looked like she was going to crack another joke, but Officer Spence put one finger in front of his lips. Shh, don't make a sound. We were all on pins and needles. Well, not really. That would have hurt. We were just sitting there in the dark, and it was intense. Well, not exactly. We weren't intense. We were sitting on seats. It sounded like the other person on the other side of the door was trying to pick the lock with a screwdriver or something. Officer Spence rushed to the door and then suddenly the door swung open and somebody burst in to the all-purpose room. The person was wearing a dark mask so he couldn't tell who it was. Freeze, shouted Officer Spence. He pulled, off, he pulled the mask off the intruder and you'll never believe in a hundred million years. I right. Was. How did you know? You, you looked forward. No, I did not look oh. forward. I promise you. It's so Mr. Klutz's type because he needs to be the principal. I'm not going to tell you. Okay, okay. I'll tell you. It was Mr. Klutz. Gasp. Everybody gasp. Betcha didn't see that coming. I did. All clear, shouted Officer Spence. Relax, everybody. The lockdown is over. 
We all breathed a sigh of relief. Everyone started buzzing, but not like bees. Is Dr. Carbles here, asked Mr. Klutz, looking all over. No, said Officer Spence. Good, said Mr. Klutz. He banned me from the school. Then why are you here, asked Officer Spence. I wanted to see what you would do in an emergency situation without me around, Mr. Klutz replied. Where is Mrs. Stoker? Mrs. Stoker was sort of hiding in a corner near the flag. Mr. Klutz marched over to her. He looked very serious. This isn't funny, he shouted at her. The principal of a school has a very important job. She is responsible for the safety of hundreds of children. There is a t- there is a time for fooling around and a time to be serious. You act like a pr- you need to act like a principal. Wow, that's mom upside down. I'd never heard a, yo- a grown-up be yelled at before. Mrs. Stoker looked really upset. Then the weirdest thing in the history of the entire world happened. She started crying. Everyone stopped buzzing and looked at her. It was so quiet you could hear a pin drop. Well, that is if anybody brought pins to school with them. But why would anyone do that? Pins are sharp. You could poke someone's eyes out with one of those things. You're right, Mr. Klutz, said Mrs. Stoker. Sobbed. She hung her head. I'm sorry. I tell way too many jokes. It's a big problem. I just can't seem to stop myself. She pulled a tissue out of her pocket and blew her nose into it. Well, she didn't actually blow her nose into the tissue, but you know what I mean. It's okay, Mr. Klutz said as he gave Mrs. Stoker a hug. No one is perfect. We all have our little quirks. I did not know what a quirk was, but I made a mental note to get a little one after I get home from school. Everybody gave Mrs. Stoker a round of applause. I'm sure you're going to be a great principal, Mr. Klutz told her. I'll try to be better in the future, she replied. And speaking of the future, do you know why astronauts of the future will be cooking hamburgers on asteroids? Oh, no. I give up, said Mr. Klutz. Why will the astronauts of the future be cooking hamburgers on asteroids? To make them a little meteor, Mrs. Stoker replied. Get it? Meteor? Meteor? Ha, ha, ha. Too soon. It's okay. I got a million of them. Kids, are you with me? I know you're out there. I can hear you breathing. That's pretty much what happened at school. I got to see it with my own eyes. Well, it would be pretty hard to see something without somebody. It would be pretty hard to see something with somebody else's eyes. Maybe Stoke, Mrs. Stoker will... I'm like really having a hard time getting my words out tonight. Maybe Mrs. Stoker will stop cracking bad jokes all the time. Maybe Mr. Klutz will take a helicopter to do his grocery shopping. Maybe Mr. Cooper will buy a new box of straws. Maybe Mrs. Jaffe will count the spoons in the lunchroom. Maybe Dr. Carbles will go jump in a lake. Maybe Andrea's clog dancing lesson will be canceled. Maybe they'll put babies in the army. Maybe we'll get the glue out of our pants. Maybe alien zombies will attack the school. Maybe the astronauts of the future will cook hamburgers on asteroids. But it won't be easy. easy. And this is the 11th, my weirdest school. Mrs. Stoker is a joker. Part three, we're it done. We're out. Hopefully next time we will be doing a Junie B. Jones book because it's just easier to get through. All right, guys, we are wishing you a good night. Hi, everybody. Welcome to KBK, Kosher Books for Kids. I'm your host, Yoel. And I'm your host, Yoel's mom. Every week, we will be handpicking books to read with you. All the books will be fun and family friendly. We're looking forward to reading to you.
can't wait to read with you.